Hola chicos, welcome to the Monday Podcast. It's your host, Denise Hunter, and we're back for another episode. I feel like every time I record, I say the same thing. I just got back. I just, I'm always, I've been traveling this year nonstop, both for work and pleasure. And I love that for me. So with that said, I just got back from the South of France. <laughs> yep. And me fui de vacaciones otra vez. I went on vacation again with my girls. And it was only for a week, a little, a little less than a week. It was like six days. And it was a wonderful, wonderful time. I feel so blessed and fortunate to cross off cross off all these goals and and you know, dream destinations off my bucket list, like I've been doing lately. Like I feel like the past two years, I've really decided or just like went for all the opportunities that came my way to travel. And I haven't been shying away from them. You know, usually my mind would be like, oh, I shouldn't go there without my partner or maybe another time. Or, you know, I, I you put a lot of limited limiting beliefs on yourself. And many times we miss a window. Like I'm 36, I'm turning 37 this summer. And most people I know have already been to so many places that I'm just starting to go to now, you know, and I know that doesn't matter. It's not important, but I do feel a sense of urgency when it comes to traveling and just doing things that I've wanted to do. Like goals that I've set for myself. Everything to me right now is like a time crunch because as I've mentioned on here before, I have this thing with time where I feel like time is always on my back and I'm always playing catch up because I had a baby so early. And, you know, when I was younger, obviously coming from the background that I come from, like we didn't travel anywhere else besides Ecuador growing up. And then I had a baby at 18. I couldn't really afford to travel anywhere. And I didn't really start traveling until I was like maybe 23, 24. When did I go to Thailand? I think it was about 23 or 24. I went to Thailand. I did a trip to Puerto Rico after. And then like that was it for a minute until I started traveling again in like my late 20s. And now I say traveling, I mean lightly. Like I went to Mexico maybe once. And then I didn't travel again until I'm lying. I went to Cuba, but even, even that I was already in my thirties when I went to Cuba. And then I just started traveling. I feel like two years ago, I'm a liar. Forget everything I just said. <laughs> I haven't, I have traveled. Okay. But <laughs> I've been tra- with the frequency that I've been traveling the past two years you know, that's what I've always wanted. And I've never traveled with this frequency, like three, four trips in a year. I've always, it's always been like one trip a year. Okay. So that's, that's what I mean. I realized as I was like going through my mind about like all the travels I've had and I have traveled, (laughs) it would be very ungrateful and very untrue for me to say I haven't. You know, quiero que me digan mentirosa. (laughs) I don't want to be called a liar on here because it's false. I have traveled, but the frequency with 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 which I have been traveling lately is that's what I've always wanted, right? 
and I'm finally there. So that's why every time I'm recording a podcast feels like I'm saying I just got back from, you know, such and such place. And that plus I travel a lot for work in the States, obviously not internationally. So between that, between personal travel and work travel, it does seem like I'm just never home. But here I am, refreshed. I had such a great time. I had such a great time with friends. And I'm really ready for, I know it's only July, but I feel like I'm a part of me is starting to get ready for next year already. I'm already thinking about where I want to visit next year. I'm already thinking about goals that I'm trying to set and trying to really lay the foundation for the rest of 2023 for 2024. With that said, I've been feeling like an urgency to live and to do all things that I've wanted to do. And I don't know if this is healthy or not. It probably isn't. But like on the way back from from France, I had no Wi-Fi on the plane, like at all, not like an ounce. And for some reason, you know, I was sitting in my seat alone and I don't know where the thought came from, but my like my my mortality came up in my mind and I was like I could just die tomorrow. I could just die tomorrow and I would not be happy with that. Like I don't want to die. <laughs> I don't know why I was so morbid on the plane. Maybe it was the movies I was watching. But I did not I started struggling with the thought of death and like me not being here and what that would mean for my kids, my family, and for myself, like I'm not done yet. You know, there's still so much I want to do. I want to keep living. I want to keep experiencing things. And I want to keep, you know, loving on the people that are around me. I, I haven't spent enough time with my loved ones. You know, that's what it feels like, even though I've been here. And then I was like, damn, but I've been here 36 years. What, what do I mean? What do you mean you haven't spent enough time with your loved ones. What do you mean you haven't done enough? And I'm 36. So now that's why I like started calculating. Like I got to make sure I do this, this, and this so that, you know, 2024 could be maximized because I already have a thing with time. And now it's just like, I can't stop thinking about my own mortality and how I would feel if I went, if I left planet earth tomorrow, like what does that mean? I still have so much more to experience. And that just made me also realize how much I actually love my life and how much I love living and how much joy I do actually have in my life and how I should really stop complaining and should stop and should really start being grateful that I wake up and I get to put both feet on the ground when I wake up in the morning and I get to walk to the kitchen to prepare my coffee with my two hands and that I, you know, it just made me, I've been feeling so grateful the past two days and I, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. I'm very grateful and I'm very determined to live the life I want to live and I'm not stopping. I'm not stopping for, for anything or anyone, you know, and I have, I have to live this way because I mean, it gives me anxiety. It's giving me anxiety just thinking of not living it this way, you know, fully. And I feel like every episode I've been talking about, you know, so much about living my life 
in, in a full way and being a full human being. And I think this is just another layer to it is that doing the actual living part and having the gratitude and, and the joy. And that's what I'm trying to really lean, lean into. My daughter turned 18 in December, which is wild. She's going to be off to college in a couple months. And I've been thinking a lot, you know, like what am I, what have I showed her? What have I provided for her? Not like in a monetary way, but in, in like a life lesson way. Like what have I shown this girl like in past 18 years, you know? And I hope it is that we need to take advantage of every day. And that doesn't mean you can't have an off day. Maybe you need a day of rest. So like lay in the bed and watch TV and like soak up that moment, like enjoy the fresh linens, the cold sheets, really be into your show and, and enjoy it and be grateful for it. I I just, I don't, I don't know what's come over me. I swear this year has been so weird. I shouldn't even say this year because it's, it was it started in 2022. This transition in my life, this passage in my life, there's just been so much change or I don't know if it's changed, but it's more so of me being more Denise you know, more me being more myself and leaning into all the things that really make me, me and staying true to that essence. And every time I do that, every time I unlock a new layer of myself, it's like a whole thing. I go on a whole spiral until like I get to the aha moment as Oprah says. And now I'm just like, okay, we need to be grateful. We need to keep living. There's a reason why that thought popped into my head. There's a reason why I'm thinking about what Leslie has learned and you know, all after all this time with me, like what what has she learned? What is she going to college with? You know, these are all these are all major things, major themes. And I've really been thinking about, you know, my daughter a lot. I, and I think I talked I spoke briefly about her on the sacrifices episode, but you know, Parenting a teenager is not easy and parenting in general is not, you know, it's not for the weak. And I know why I always feel like I have time on my back because I spent, you know, I became an early parent where I feel like I missed out on a lot, a lot of opportunities, a lot of fun, a lot of, le you know, things that you do when you're in your early 20s. I lost a lot of that finding myself because I had to become someone that I wasn't prepared to become at, at a young age. And, you know, that does something to you. But because of that experience, it's made me a specific type of parent. Okay. And I've never really opened up about this before because people are so judgmental, but someone said something to me last week or, or like recently, they said that I'm, I'm always trying to be perfect. That's what they said. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I didn't say that to them at the moment. I, it just like stuck with me. Like I'm all, I'm always like trying to be perfect. And, and I am not a perfect human being. I am not a perfect mother. Okay. And for a long time, I wouldn't even open up about this topic because 
I want to be perfect. I want to be perfect for my parents. I want them to be proud of me. I want to be perfect for my kids. I want to be perfect for my partner. I want to be perfect for my boss, for myself, for my ego, my own interest, you know? But the truth is, I don't think I'm the best mother. I am a selfish mother. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but I mean that I think because I became a mother at such a young age, I always had, what's that word? Oh my gosh. I'm having a mom brain moment, but I've always put my needs, not before my kids, but at the same level as my daughters. So while I was raising her, I also made it a point to follow my own personal career goals and dreams as well. And in doing so, did I, I spent a lot of time apart from her, but that was okay with me. Other moms would be like, I don't, I can't be away from my kids that long, you know, got, you know, nine to five all day and then going to school at night and interning some days too. Like that's just too much time away for your, from your kids. I was okay with it. Looking back, I'm like, damn, I missed out on a lot, but I'm not sorry for it per se, because I know that if I didn't do those things for myself, I would be a bad mom. I would be an unhappy person, a miserable person to be around, and I wouldn't be able to even live with myself. Never mind another person like my kid live with me. You know what I mean? So yes, I am a selfish person and that is okay with me. I am okay with admitting that. I am okay with going on a girl's trip on vacation with you know two close friends of mine, best friends, and leaving my almost four-year-old with their dad for five days. I'm okay with it. Like I don't feel guilt. I, did I miss my son? Yes, I did very much. I missed my I missed my dog. I missed my son. I missed my teenager. But I was okay with it. When I travel for work, I don't feel guilt. I don't. I feel none. I don't know what that is. I check in. I do all the things. But I don't feel guilty for doing my job. And maybe that's not being, maybe this is not the right word to use selfish, but society has made it seem so. So that's what I'm using. But maybe it's just parenting without guilt. The guilt I do feel is more so with my daughter in terms of like, she had to struggle so much with me in order for me to like get to where I'm at. And that part bothers me. It bothers me that she didn't get to experience like a lot more stability in her life that she gets to see now that my son gets to see now, like the fruits of my labor, my son gets to really enjoy now and my daughter too, but in different, in a different way. And that part I do feel guilt for, but that's unavoidable. Like what can you do? And other things I, I do feel bad and guilty that like my life decisions have altered her life, like moving to California, separating from her dad, living across the country from her dad, you know, every single thing that you do does affect your kids in some way, negative and positive. And, you know, you you have to live with that. But I'm able to live with those things. Like, I'm, I'm, I've dealt with the guilt. I, I've been in therapy for years. And at the end of the day, like, none of that really made me depressed. I worked through that guilt. And I think I'm a good mom. Do I think I'm the best mom? No. But I'm... I'm proud of everything I've accomplished as a mother and I'm hella proud of my kid. 
Leslie. And I and I don't have a doubt in my mind that my son will, you know, be just fine with the kind of mom I am now. But with Leslie, I really am proud because, you know, Leslie doesn't feel like she needs to clean the whole house in her in her whole room in order for her to leave the house, in order for her to go out. The girl has the audacity to be like, I don't understand why I can't go out every day. <laughs> Meanwhile, her room is a whole mess and she will and she'll go out. And I think that's progress because I was scared to death to ask my dad for permission to go out. And you better believe that my whole room was cleaned and I cleaned the bathroom and I cleaned everything I could think of before I even asked or, you know, drummed up the the courage to ask him for anything, especially going out. So I think that's progress. I think the way she pushes my boundaries is progress because I would never have the gumption to do that. Like I, yo le tenía miedo a mi papá. Mi hija no me tiene miedo. My daughter is not scared of me. You know, I was scared of my my parents growing up in in, in a loving way, of course. But like I was uh, afraid to get in trouble. I was afraid of their reactions. I was, everything was so hard. And my daughter will write me a novel and make me anxious and just, you know, disrupt my peace. She does not care. But she will ask me a thousand questions and push back and push my boundaries. And while I hate it in the moment, when it's all said and done, I'm proud of that because that means she feels safe with me. That means that she's, there's a comfortability there that I, I've created an environment for her where she can express herself, where she can test boundaries, where she can express herself freely without fear of retaliation from her mother's part. You know, and that does, I was not an easy parent to deal with when Leslie was younger. I was definitely like, I definitely subscribed to strict parenting because of the type of, you know, I grew up with my dad and that's how my dad was. And I thought that was the right way. But as we've gotten older, like I've definitely changed all that. And clearly she sees it and feels it. And I love that for us. I love that we can talk about her heartache. I, I love that we can talk about, you know, her experience is dating. I'm glad we can talk about school. We can talk about work. We can talk about so many different topics. And, you know, I hope she doesn't mind me putting out this out there, but she went through her first big heartbreak recently. And when I tell you that I'm so proud of the way she handled it, I I, I still get teared up when I think about how she handled that bro- breakup because breakups are so hard at every age and any stage in life. I don't care what you say. It feels like you are dying and you know that you're not going to die from a heartbreak. You know that tears are just tears. No son de sangre. They're not blood. There's no blood coming out of your eyes. They're just water and salt and that you'll be fine, but it still feels so consuming and so sad and debilitating. And my girl was like two weeks away from graduating, a week out from her prom, you know, her boyfriend broke up with her and she had to go to prom by herself, figure it all out, manage to graduate and do all these things and and be an active human being in the world. And like she, I pushed her, I pushed her because I really needed her to graduate. We were going through some things and I was definitely hard on her and didn't give her the grace that she definitely deserved. But that girl persevered and she did it. And I even apologized to her after. I'm like, look, I'm sorry I didn't give you the grace. I was just really caught up in you graduating and all the preparations. But I told her how proud I was of her. And, you know, she said, you know, she told me basically the things that she told me were so beautiful. It was like, you know, I couldn't 
I, I knew I deserved better. I knew I had to pull through for myself and I couldn't let a boy get in my way. And she just sounded so mature. And I know she still like goes through it. And I'm just so proud of who she is and who she she's become. So I have to think that maybe I'm not so bad. <laughs> that even though I'm a, I'm, I'm a tad selfish, even though I do also put my needs first sometimes or at their my kids level that that doesn't make me a bad mom that I'm showing them maybe that they matter too that life is not just about putting everyone before you but that sometimes you got to put your own life best on first in order to help someone else you know and that's very real you know like if I'm not happy I can't make anyone else around me happy. I am a happy person. I'm joyful. I have so much gratitude and joy in my life. Like I am genuinely a happy person. Like I'm always smiling and I do go my, through my bouts of like depression and I do get sad and I'm not like a perfect person, but generally I am happy. I ask anyone and it's like real, like I'm happy. Like there's sparkling water in my fridge. Oh, brings me so much joy. Like I am a happy, grateful person. And I think that if I wasn't, I really would make people around me miserable. People wouldn't want to be around me. My kids wouldn't want to be around me. So I do have to do what I need to do to make myself happy sometimes, which may be solo travel, which may be working in working at a job or in a career where time is demanding and I have to be away from my kids sometimes or I have my own hobbies and my own life. And maybe I am not the mom that like, sets up play dates all the time, but I, you know, but I'm a good mom. I'll take my kid. I'll take my kids to soccer practice. I'll, I'll be at every game and I'll cheer them on Ask Leslie. <laughs> I'm that mom. Okay. And I am not perfect in all ways. I'm not writing my kids little notes in their backpacks, you know, but I send them off with much love and I'll cook for them and I'll clean for them and I'll go hard. I'll do anything for them you know, but I am not, and I don't, I won't ever be like a cookie cutter mom. And I'm so happy with the progress I've made as a person and as a parent and parent, you know, parenting a teenager has really tested me in many ways. And I've had to like bite my tongue and unlearn certain things so that I can show up for my daughter in the way that she needed needs me to. And I think she appreciates that. And you know what? Leslie's a little selfish too. And I love that for her as she should be. And I want her to keep that because I want her to be happy because everyone is putting themselves before every, you know, no one's putting their happiness in front of yours. So, I mean, no one's putting their own happiness aside for yours. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. So, you know what? Like you shouldn't, either. I mean, and, and if it, if it comes out of your heart, you know, to put others first, great. I think that's kind. I think that's courageous. And I do that in many ways, many ways for sure. I think we all do, but I think it's equally important to fill your own cup, you know, because you can't be there for others. You can't show up for others unless we show up for ourselves. And I want my, you know, I want my daughter to know that I want my son to know that when he's older and that's all I could ask for you know, and for many years I I had this in Spanish, you call it, oh, it's an insecurity. 
insecurity. I was going to tell you the word in Spanish, which now I can't remember. But I definitely had an insecurity about my motherhood and how people perceived me as a mother. One, because I was so young and I felt like other parents never took me seriously. And then two, I was very insecure because I thought I was being selfish for, you know, you know, going out on the weekends and having my mom, you know, stay with Leslie while I partied and, you know, working late hours and going back to school and spending so much time away from her during the day. So I, for a long time, I felt very judged and maybe I was wrong. Maybe no one was judging me. Maybe I was judging myself, but I felt very insecure and it was a sore spot for me for many, many years. And only recently, maybe like the past, maybe four or five months, I have been feeling pretty damn good <laughs> about what have I what I have accomplished as a mom, and realizing that I have provided a good life for my older daughter, despite all my shortcomings and despite all, you know, the frustrations and you know all the hardships that we've faced together as a family, me and her and my girl. I'm I'm okay, and I'm okay with that. You have to you have to forgive yourself at some point for like mistakes that you've made here and there because like we need to move on. We need to move on, baby. La vida es muy corta, okay? Y la vida la vida hay que vivirla. So life is short and you know, you got to live life. You have to laugh. You have to you have to find joy in it. You have to really really focus on not sweating the small stuff and 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 just doing everything you set out to do, you know? And Okay, I'm not the kind of mom that like you see on TV. I'm not I'm not Fel I'm not Felicia on, you know, the Cosby show. I'm not you know, I'm not Claire no Claire Huxtable. I didn't know her I forgot her um, actress name. <laughs> I mean her character name. I'm not I'm not that. I'm just not I won't be that. It's not my role. It's not who I am, you know? But I am fun. You will get a great meal a lot of love and a lot of alone time because I love being alone with my kids. Quality time, I should say. And there's many other things. Ask my daughter. I swear she's my number one fan. She says all these nice things about me. I'm like, really me? <laughs> because I'm so, you know, we're so busy, like looking at all of our imperfections when really like no one's asking for our perfection. People just want you to be there. People just want you to show up and show up when it matters, especially. And I've been doing that, you know? So I'm okay with being a little selfish. I'm okay with like making decisions and hard choices, you know, to live a better life, to live a life that I'm happy with. And that as long as I'm not hurting one, I'm not hurting my kids, you know? You know, who's to say that, you know, what we grew up seeing is normal anyway? Like, I used to think it was so shitty that like, my daughter wasn't going to, you know, wasn't being raised in a two-parent household in, in terms of, like, her biological dad and, and me. But, like, who cares? You know, she loves her dad and she loves her mom and she has a stepdad and she has a stepmom and that's okay. Like, different kinds of families exist. It doesn't have to be the one that we've been, you know, shoved, that's been shoved down our throat on TV. Is it nice to live in a house with both your mom and dad? Yes, of course. The dream. Ah, love it. Is it my circumstance? No. And I'm fine with that too. So yeah, I basically just wanted to talk about, you know, my experience 
as be, you know, being a teenage mom and the kind of mom I am. And hopefully this resonates with other moms out there that maybe don't fit the, the mold, you know, that do like to party on the weekends <laughs> that do like, you know, that do want to go back to school or have gone back to school that have demanding jobs, you know, we can have it all just, you know, in some areas we might not show up in the same way. You know, maybe sometimes at work, I won't be my greatest. I won't be my best because I'm busy being a mom. And sometimes I won't be the best mom because I'm busy being a career woman. And that's, and that's just is what it is. You know, I, and you got to, and aside from like work and career, you also have to save a little love for yourself, you know, simple pleasures, you know, hobbies, et cetera, like traveling, friendships, romance, like we are, we're human beings and, you know, we all have unique experiences and we all have things that we want and need, desire. We're complex. It's not a simple thing. So I really just wanted to talk about that. The kind of moms, you know, we are, are all different. My experience, teen, especially being a mom to a teenager, has been very trying, but also very satisfying in a way. And also very much, I feel like it's been telling. Okay, maybe I didn't do such a bad job like I thought. Maybe being a quote-unquote selfish mom was good for me, was good for us, you know? and we'll be just fine. So that's it, Chicos. That's all I got for you today. It's a short episode. I hope I didn't ramble too much. And if I did, I'm sorry. Pero los amo. See you soon. This is the 14th episode. Hopefully the 15th comes quickly. I'm trying to get these out quicker for you guys. I love I love doing these, I swear. And I think, you know, the the timing of them sometimes is a little off, but you know, we're still pushing through. I'm still getting used to doing this. It's still new for me, even though I've been doing it for, it hasn't been a year yet, but it'll almost be a year. It's still new. And, you know, the more I get used to speaking on this mic and the more I get used to, you know, telling my story, the better, you know, things will turn out. So thank you for sticking with me so far. Hope you guys have a great week, great day, great month. Los amo. See you soon. Thank you.